0: Has some kind of gas. People are being pepper sprayed. For almost a year, the Standing Rock Sioux and other indigenous peoples from around the world have been protesting the Dakota Access Pipeline. The water protectors are speaking out against the desecration and theft of sacred native lands in the face of a history rife with the very same at the hands of the U.S. government. Standing Rock may often be in the news, but is far from the only battle being waged by Native Americans.
1: We don't believe in owning land, because how can you own something that God created?
0: I met Mike Bisonette at the Bear Butte State Park Visitor Center in South Dakota on a hot September afternoon. For the Oglala Sioux of South Dakota, Ownership of land doesn't fit within their beliefs.
1: You could live on it, and survive by it, but you can't own it. But all that must have came from Europe, owning land or owning people.
0: Sacred to all Sioux people are the Black Hills, a 7.7 million-acre spine of spruce-covered mountains in modern-day South Dakota and Wyoming. Most of the timber and mineral reserves in the hills are closed to the tribes. The Black Hills are owned by the United States and are surrounded by perhaps the most famous and protracted land claim controversy in the history of our country. Formerly an addiction therapist, Mike goes on to tell me about his childhood in the 60s.
1: I grew up in a Catholic boarding school, but it was okay. I preferred the boarding school than living with my parents, because all my parents were addicted to alcohol. It was pretty strong.
0: At this point, Jim's boss at Bear Butte, Jim Jandrew, arrives in his truck.
1: All right, here's the boss.
0: Jim was in an orphanage for four years before being raised by his grandmother, and is the only native manager in the South Dakota Department of Game, Fish, and Parks.
1: Welcome to Bear Butte, anyway. As Mike probably told you, this is our traditional homeland here. Bear Butte is part, you know, one of our sacred sites, as many of them throughout the Black Hills. These sites we still claim as our own. And if you do a little research on the Treaty of 1868, you'll find out that that treaty was violated. Therefore, this land was taken from us illegally.
0: Mike is referring to the 1868 Fort Laramie Treaty, the only treaty in the history of Western expansion that was altogether advantageous to the Indians. This treaty formally recognized the sovereignty of the Great Sioux Nation and entitled them in vague language to all of South Dakota west of the east bank of the Mississippi River, including the Black Hills. More importantly, the treaty stipulated that any further cession of land by the Sioux must be agreed to by three-quarters of all adult males. But after gold was discovered in the Black Hills in 1874, the government stopped its efforts to enforce the treaty altogether. In 1875, relations with the Sioux were transferred to the Department of War, starting a chain of events that led to bloodshed and heartbreak. In the bitter winter of 1877, Congress passed an act, taking a large area of the Great Sioux Reservation containing the Black Hills and effectively blocking Sioux access. They justified their actions with the results of a commission which obtained a meager 10% of the signatures required by the 1868 treaty. The Sioux people still feel the sting of the Black Hills land session today, including Jim.
1: Personally, my argument is not with the American people or with the people that live on places out here, the people of Sturgis. My argument's with the American government.
0: For almost a century, the Sioux have been fighting a legal battle, filing numerous claims and appeals for the return of their stolen land. Both the Supreme Court and the Department of Justice have dismissed and obstructed their efforts time and again.
1: There was a a multi-million dollar payout made to us collectively as a Great Sioux Nation for the Black Hills and Western South Dakota and it comes all the way from the East Bank of the Missouri River you know to purchase that from us and that was in the early 70's and collectively we all said no we don't want the money but the government took the money and they put it in an escrow account so it's drawing interest even today it's worth over a billion dollars right now but we're still not taking the money you know the land was never for sale
0: Multiple efforts by the U.S. government to buy the hills have been met with scorn on Sioux reservations.
1: We don't honor it. We don't care what you do with it. We don't want it. That's the way it is. You know, money is not everything to us. What we really like is respect and dignity.
0: This fund supposedly sits in the Treasury today. But the likelihood of the Sioux agreeing to the sale of the Black Hills is as low or lower than the chances that their land will ever be returned. Instead, some Sioux, like Jim, hope for better access, but this is no easy task. Any decision to improve Sioux access to the Black Hills would signify a change to the land claim first filed in 1923, possibly absolving the government of previously promised reparations.
1: They're willing to exploit us, but they're not willing to include us at a table where we could at least just get our full rights back or have full access to what was ours in the past historically. You know, our people are suffering not, you know, not just economically, but they hurt because they can't freely come and go and do what they used to do way back when.
0: And so the standoff continues. For the Sioux, the refusal to sell is just as much about the violation of treaties as about the restoration of spirituality and connection to their sacred places.
1: When you start taking those very things that take care of them in a spiritual manner, that's the worst kind of... annihilation I can think of.
0: For National Public Lands Radio, this is Gardner D.